Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Binge all episodes of The Last City ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Brittany kind of put her trust into Jax is what it seemed like, and he... You didn't think he was ever going to hurt her because she was just that sincere and honest. And he bought her a boob job. (laughs) Which is, yeah, that's pretty funny. You're like, wow, okay, that's a great present. All right, you're pumped. I'm pumped. Claire's pumped. We're all pumped. Yes. Vanderpump Rules is our fanatics topic today, but I'm already getting ahead of myself. I'm one of your hosts, David Magadoff. With me is my most wonderful co-host, Claire Kramer. Hi, Claire. Hello, David. You actually had me, I LOL'd at your opening. <laughs> Truly. Oh, <laughs> the pump, I the pump, honored. pumping pump works. It works. Yeah. Usually when I think of pumping, I think of gas. But now I will think of Lisa Vanderpump and Vanderpump Rules. And you also had four kids, Claire. So I'm sure there's other things you've thought about with the word pump. Uh, Well, that was a long time ago, David. <laughs> I'm not one of those <laughs> cover of Time Magazine people. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yes, Molly Gray is on today. And she is just awesome. If you guys don't know her, she is from, I don't know, you mentioned I have kids. I have seen the Teen Beach movie quite a few times and also the second one. She was in High School Musical 3 and right now you probably know her on TikTok with the Pride House, which I'm a huge fan of. So yeah, how cool that these guys are creating this safe place to talk about LGBTQ, queer, community experiences. And she's just a major, 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 major part of that. And that's a huge a heart for that. And she talks so much about her heart for Vanderpump rules, which kind of all connects, which is beautiful, right? I, I love it. Like what I got from, and I've never met her. I obviously, we look up our guests cause we want to like, you know, just see who we're interviewing. She's such a great personality online and like her TikTok is amazing. And obviously Instagram and stuff, but just the whole half hour we spent talking to her, I just felt warm and fuzzy inside, you know, like I just really enjoyed her. So I already sent her a message. I DM'd her and just said, Hey, thanks for coming on. Let's be friends. She's that kind of girl. Boom. Boom. She is that kind of girl. And uh, this is that kind of podcast. Enjoy. Enjoy. Molly, let's just get right into it. Were you surprised that Raquel and James called off their engagement? 
I'm not surprised, but I will tell you that my heart was a little bit tattered, especially like when I watched the like the final tell all, all of that. I kind of felt bad for James. I was like, poor guy is actually, I think, genuinely in love with Raquel. And I just feel like she was kind of fed up. Like, you know, things just got too crazy, but not surprised. But I hate to admit that I'm not surprised. I just really like them. <laughs> okay, for people who have absolutely no idea what we're talking about, today, Molly, like we are me. talking about your fanaticism for Vanderpump Rules, and that yes. is actually a... Well, why don't you just describe the show to us? Give us give us the basic description for those who have never heard of it. Yeah. Okay, so Vanderpump Rules is kind of like my go-to show to feel normal. <laughs> I feel like I there's, you know, I'm 30 years old, but I still like to go out. I like to party. I like to have fun with my friends and kind of like act crazy. Uh, and they kind of give the okay to do that. It's Lisa Vanderpump. It's the bartenders and the servers that work at Sir Pump. Now, Tom Tom, they have this whole franchise and they just have so much drama. And it's, you can't it's like a, watching a car accident you don't want to look but you can't stop it's so good <laughs> how often do you watch has it been something that you've done since you're like a little kid is this something um, that you no, just got into no since the first season i actually didn't even start watching it till technically the second but the first season was already out there so binge watch the first season the second i'm kind of that person where i'm so obsessed that like watching it week to week is frustrating. I almost wait for it to be done so I could binge it all on like buy it on iTunes. I'm even such a supporter. I buy the episodes. I don't just record them. Like, that like, that I shows have your level of dedication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think just because I get so busy and I, you know, I am also an actor and I do a lot of like script stuff all the time that my like my brain is just like such an ease when I can just watch kind of like reality TV that just takes me away and just makes me giggle and leaves me with cliffhangers. You know what I mean? So I, it just like it kind of is like a weird calming to my brain. It sounds terrible, but it is. <laughs> No, this is, this is, this, we've had a number of people on and going into reality TV is their happy place. So yeah. you are a normal American. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> is there something that in particular attracted you to this show? I, I mean, it takes place in West Hollywood and Hollywood. You live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Is there something about like being regionally close to the setting of the shows that's appealing? Yeah, I think what I also really liked about it is it felt like it arm's reach. Like, I can go to that bar. I can go see those servers. I've been to an event actually at Sir, and I had my birthday at Pump. And, like, it's so cool to see them and then see their success, right? And a lot of them were discovered in their—when I first started watching it, my, like, early 20s. And a lot of them got discovered being on that show, and Lisa Vanderpump provided these opportunities. And so, for me, coming out here in L.A. and seeing these servers that were working their ass off and then, like, get this opportunity to, one, like, be a part of a reality show. And then there's been people who's gone on to— do makeup lines, book major movies, you know, like all that kind of stuff. So it just seemed relatable to me in, in the sense of that's who I am. That's what I'm doing. I can see myself in that person. And yeah, and then just it being like 15 minutes away. It's not like I stalk them, but get a list of addresses. Oh my God. Have you met everyone? Is the goal to meet everybody before you die? <laughs> I mean, that would be crazy. Actually, I like, so I've, I've worked with a lot of A-list, you know, celebrities. Like my first acting job was my, all my scenes were with Ashton Kutcher. And like, so everyone's like, oh my God, did you freak out? And I was like, no, 
But my birthday, like, I think it was two, three years ago. I get confused with COVID years. Um, I had my birthday at Pump, and then we were walking over, and Lisa Vanderpump was coming out of TomTom, Tom, and the person that one of my really good friends hooked uh, works there so kind of hooked us up with the space and I took a picture with her and I I I feel like I was the biggest idiot I was like hi Lisa <laughs> I'm like such a relatable person I feel like I'm like easy to talk to but I was just she's kind of like queen queen bee for me and so I'm like hey Lisa if you're listening I'd love to be on your show but you know <laughs> okay what about let's yeah. go what about her personality is so like appealing and attractive to you yeah I just love that she's such a boss. I think that like, but in the, in the nicest way possible, she like has like a direction that she wants to go with the conversation and she gets there not by like, like pointing fingers at you and saying that you're like a terrible person, but letting you know, hey, the way that that was delivered isn't appropriate and I'm not going to handle it. Uh, I won't deal with that in my space. And that's why I feel like her her like aura is so nice and all of her bars that have been seen on the show or that I've attended like they're just so beautiful but because I feel I feel like they're filled with beautiful people not only on the outside all of, they're all aesthetically pleasing of course but they also have like good you know their intention is to make sure that Lisa and Ken are happy and she's almost like a mother figure type person and I think that's really really special to have a boss like that rather than somebody that feels like they're the hierarchy at the top of the pyramid do you look at this as like, well, I'm never going to be this kind of a person who has like all these people under her and taking care and mentoring? Or yeah. are you the type of person who watches and goes, I kind of look at her as a role model. I think this is a, this is a life I'd like to have one day. She's a badass bitch. And yeah. I want to be her one day. No, you know? I do. I, I, I want to I want to be her. I, I like watch her like every time I also watch the show and have I see her have conversations. I almost take it as like a masterclass. You know, it's like as actors, like, right, we watch uh, somebody that we really idolize in a movie and it's just like a free masterclass to see like, wow, those choices are really great. Actually, my husband, Jekka and I, we own a dance training program and we have like over a hundred kids virtually in person. We have about three different programs and we just hired about like 10 employees this year to kind of work with us, which was really cool. And um, I, I do feel like I have that when we have those conversations. I will never uh, be rude to somebody. I will never, like, if you want people to work for you genuinely, then you're going to have kind of that respect for them, and they'll have that respect for you, of course. And I feel like that's normal common sense, but the way that she does it is just so badass. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to be like that. <laughs> that's one of the great things I feel like about reality TV is, you know, you're right. You can study like characters and movies, but they're, you're always looking at it from an artistic point of view. This is like life lessons right, right in front of you. You know, yeah. so what is what do you <laughs> yeah. think is like your biggest life lesson that you've taken away? Not being rude, learning how to run a yeah. business or, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but. No, totally. I do think like, and it's so funny, like to get this from this like drama reality show, but there's actually a character that I really connect with on there. Her name's Lala Kent, and she is this beautiful blonde girl. We're, like, kind of the same age. I think she's, like, 32 or something. And I just look at her, and she doesn't take really shit from anyone and she's very direct and people kind of take that the wrong way sometimes but she will she always is standing up for women she stands up for the people that she believes in and she does kind of take that like lisa vibe to it but she also kind of has a fiery side which i really like you know i get misunderstood a lot because people think i'm really young and i have a young voice and i'm bubbly and um which I, I, I love. I'm like, thanks, mom, for the good genes. <laughs> but I think like watching somebody like that and Lisa is like, I can be 
direct and I can be nice about it without looking childish or looking young. I can be a boss just because I like look young doesn't mean that I can't be, you know, a a boss. No, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. What is your process when you go to like watch a new episode or a new season that you have not seen yet? Oh yeah, do you have to like bo- you have to have like the tea ready yeah, or yeah. is it nighttime, daytime? Oh, it's definitely nighttime. I mean, my days are psycho, so like wake up super early, get all my work done. I usually hope to end my day around like eight thirty nine p.m. Come home, kind of hang out with my dogs, and then pour me a bad glass of wine, sit on my couch, start a fire in the fireplace, and then just watch. And that's kind of like my my go to. <laughs> Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Now, does Jekka watch as well, your husband? Is this something important for him? Or is he like, I will watch this because I love you? Or is he in the other room? No, so so funny because this show, I'm like a big reality junkie, so I watch a lot of reality. But this show and Bachelor, Bachelorette are kind of my go-tos, but Vanderpump's like my number one. And he always says like, like, here's another show that you love. And then he's always kind of on the sideline. And then he gets involved. Then he gets interested and has to know what happened. So then he starts sitting by me. I was like, I thought you you don't like this show and he's like well I gotta know what happens now like the cliffhanger is too big so yeah he's definitely right there next to me now that we're like so many seasons in (laughs) (laughs) and how often do you watch do you watch every day something like some some form whether it's an episode you've seen or yeah um no, yeah, I'll like if I say, because I travel on the weekends a lot too, so I have all like the episodes downloaded and that's kind of, I could play it kind of like just like in the background where I could maybe do some work where I, I don't have to watch because I, I already know what happened. So I'll like do some maybe emails or I'll put it on and like go to sleep. It's like my go-to to go to sleep too. It's just, yeah, so I'm pretty obsessed, I guess, <laughs> if, you, if you think about it. <laughs> My producer is asking, what is one of your favorite Lala moments? Okay. Wow. There's a lot. Um, (laughs) Okay. Boil it down to your top 13. Yeah. I'm going to put top 20. Let's go. Um, No, actually, this most recent tell all is when I really kind of connected 
to her on a really personal kind of human level. I used to just kind of be like, wow, she's such a badass and like she's such a boss and she's beautiful and she has this makeup line. She's got, she has a daughter, but she showed this genuine kind of reaction because her and Randall just broke up. Um, I guess he was caught like cheating with some girls and I, you know, she has a lot of emotions and like she'll get frustrated and she'll call people out or like when her father died, like she was like crying, but this just felt so sad like she it was like you know like when you watch somebody try not to cry and then they're like crying and their face twitches like that's probably the most beautiful sad honest moment I've seen her have and she also looked stunning so it was kind of weird but yeah I think that's like the 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 best moment I've seen from her and why I even fell in love with her a little bit more so oh yeah out of all these shows, you said you love reality shows. You enjoy them all. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Glad you have all. I'm glad that you have such a busy day and then all the time in the world to watch every Bachelor. Oh, yes. um, I envy your 30 hours in a day. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to have six of them. Yeah. So, clear. so my my question then is, why is Vanderpump Rules number one? Is it simply Lisa or is it is it the format? Is it the, the group together? Because you know, yeah. why Why are we talking about this one today and not The Bachelor with you? Yeah. So for me, I just really connect with them on such a personal level as far as like our same age. I feel like I've grown up with them. Like, so we all were immature about almost a decade ago. And now like my husband and I are looking to buy a house and they just bought a house. It just feels kind of parallel or like my career starting to really peak. And so is theirs. And it just but I also want to go like crazy with my group of friends like I want to go like get super drunk and make funny memories um, rather than just like end up married and then have a bunch of kids you know what I mean like I still want that fun kind of craziness and it just feels like they're doing it and we're kind of like on a parallel like situation so I just connect with them kind of that way that's pretty cool yeah so these because it started in 2013 so nine years ago you've had nine years to grow (laughs) up with these people that's cool girl yeah, thanks. <laughs> would you go on? I mean, we kind of joked about it, but would you, what yeah. what, what would you do if you went on? I mean, clearly you wouldn't, you know, start as a server, but what, what sort of role could you right. see Molly taking on the show? In my friend group, like, you could tell me anything. I, I'm not, like, a big gossip queen, so I feel like I'd be that, like, really reliable friend, but I'd also bring a lot of awareness to the LGBTQ plus community. I don't feel like there's much representation there, and then obviously my husband being trans and me being an advocate for, um like the queer youth, all of that. I feel like if I were on the show, I would definitely like try and bring that to the front. And um, I wouldn't cause too much drama and like sleeping with any of them because obviously I'm married. So they, <laughs> they would have a little bit of a relaxation with that. Okay. So Lisa, are you listening? We have a great addition here for I season know. 10. I mean, this makes total Just, sense to me. Here's my pitch. <laughs> it's a yeah. great elevator pitch and we're going to push it out there yeah. when we air this episode. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Claire's got your back, girl. This is, <laughs> this is one of the reality shows here. I haven't watched, so I can't wait. I am also a reality junkie, yeah. but I just, I don't know. This one yes. slipped by me. I don't know why. I love the idea of like growing up with a cast and you're not growing up with, you know, yeah. fictional characters. These are, these are yeah. real people out there. So that's appealing. I can see why that's so appealing because we live such a unique yeah. life in Los Angeles, you know, and it's not really yeah. reflected in a lot of places, especially, especially being like an up and coming, you know, most of the time you think servers well they're a lot of people make the assumption that they would like to be an artist you know eventually right which is one right. of the doors yeah. the show is opened you know for so many of them yeah which is great yeah 
Yeah, it's really it's really cool. It's really inspiring. There's a lot of cast members that have came like in and out during the seasons because they got booked on you know a major show. Or you saw this one character few years ago, I forget her name, but she came in, she was there for about a season, um, and, like, they kind of, like, teased her because she was a little bit more on, like, the awkward side. She auditioned for this huge movie, like, a career-breaking movie that would get her into the industry, and she booked it. I think it was, she only had, like, like it was maybe a five-liner, but it was, like, a huge way into creating more opportunities, and you watch somebody who moved out there for that dream and get, like, this huge, you know, Steven Spielberg-esque type movie and then you watch it in, in real life and you're like, whoa, that could be me. So it's pretty cool. Definitely. It feels tangible. These people yeah. feel tangible to you and that's yeah. very special. Yeah. All right, I got a rapid fire for you, Molly. Okay. This is oh, no. this is for all the deep divers out there who are all deep in the Vanderpump Rules world and I'm especially nervous. you. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Here we go. <laughs> Fav- favorite witches of WeHo. Ooh, of uh, Stassi, probably. Okay, Stasi versus Laura Lee. Oh, that's Laura Lee. That's the one um, who booked it. Okay, uh, Stasi for sure. Okay, for sure. Tom Schwartz versus Tom Sandoval. Oh, I knew you were going to ask me this. Um, gosh, Schwartz. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go for the Jew. Uh, worst tattoo: Jack Stasi. Sandoval's A or Schwartz's LVP? <laughs> um, I would probably have to go with the LVP. It's not the worst one, but it was probably the most iconic. Like, you have a tattoo of Lisa Vanderpump's name on your ass. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? Getting married at someone's engagement party trip. Oh, my gosh. I do not like... Ugh. I was so mad watching that. I was like, bro, literally, James Kennedy put in all this effort and created this entire, like, you know, engagement party. And then you want to come and just get married to Sheena on his expense when he already tried to get Lala and Randall to pay for his um, engagement venue. I was like, Ugh. no, I'm not a huge fan of him. <laughs> if you can yeah, tell. I don't like that either. I don't know any of these people. I'm just hearing that story. I'm like, no. Uh, yeah. All right, last one. Was it about the pasta? It's not about the pasta. <laughs> That's a tagline that always happens, but yeah, no. Might have been. Who knows? <laughs> How much do the Excellent. parameters of like the job play into the personality types that end up on the show, do you think? Yeah, um, there's a good kind of filter in everything. You definitely have your one that you're like, you know, like always is making bad decisions or you have the one where you're like, you know, like Sheena, for instance, like is so just, she just falls in love so fast and makes weird decisions. And then she's like, poor me. Sometimes, <laughs> ah, that sounds terrible. Sorry, Sheena. Sounds if familiar. Sheena, ever listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just, yeah, there's definitely characters that are very solid and then they kind of, you know, filter different ones to stir some things up for sure. Mm-hmm. Is there any merch? Do you own any of it? If there is, do you want to make some? <laughs> I know. I actually don't know, but I do like, I, I buy like, um, give them Lala beauty products. I always try and like support whatever their businesses are. I try and kind of help out. I know like me buying one, you know, order every so often isn't going to be huge, but it kind of helps, you know, their business or Lisa Vanderpump has a rescue and I'm always on there donating because 
I also want to start a rescue one day of my own. So I try and just like help out their business rather than like fan it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a fan. I need to buy everything. I just, I know like if somebody's passionate about something, I would like, if I have a clothing line one day or I have a makeup brand and I want it to be successful, I would hope people that enjoy me buy my products. So you are such a like loyal, nice person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they are so lucky to have you as a fan. They really are. We're going to make sure they, that, you know, Lisa especially knows it. That is like the nicest yeah. description of of being supportive I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. I love it. So tell me about the feeling like inside when you pour that glass of wine and you sit down on the couch and you get the clicker and put it on. What What yeah. is going on inside of you? I honestly just like feel happy and I'm sometimes nervous depending on what the episode before was like kind of the cliffhanger I just feel like I'm not working and like we said earlier on the podcast when I'm watching these great movies or other tv shows I feel like I am artistically and creatively like analyzing everything or um, I'm looking you know I'm just looking for different things when I'm watching this I just feel like I'm not working at all and I'm just relaxing and I'm having me time and and I get to you know like have fun doing it. Do you think you're like in a way, maybe this is reading into it too much, but do you think you're kind of like projecting like a motherly figure on Lisa or a mentor? Totally. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, I totally think so. I think that like, you know, all like I'm a big believer in manifesting and where you put your energy is what's going to happen. And, you know, I do feel like if I can shadow somebody and without I mean, if I could, like, shadow Lisa in person, of course I would. But the next best thing is to kind of watch how she works. And I know it's reality and things are edited and all that. But there is so much to learn from a reality show that's conducted great. Like, I'm not watching Jersey Shore and being like, wow, I want to own a business like Snooki. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, she definitely, like, Lisa Vanderpump holds a stature on the show. And, it's, it's yeah, it's really inspiring. Okay, there's been a lot of really heartbreaking moments in the show. Yes. Are there any that stand out to you or stick with you to this day that breaking your heart and feeling for that person going Why do you want her heart broken, David? (laughs) (laughs) Why you got to be like that? (laughs) You know, all the feels, right? This is a wholehearted life that we live, right? Yeah, totally. The main one would probably be just recently with the Lala and Randall thing. But there was a couple seasons ago, Brittany and Jax were characters on it. They're not on it this season, but Brittany is like the nicest, uh, is portrayed to be the nicest, you know, kind of like humble person from the South. And she's supposed to change Jax because he's like this big cheater and all of that. And Brittany kind of put her trust into Jax is what it seemed like. And he, you didn't think he was ever going to hurt her because she was just that sincere and honest and he bought her a boob job. <laughs> Which is, yeah, that's pretty funny. You're like, wow, okay, that's a great present. And then he did. He he slept with somebody and the just sadness and the anger of somebody who just packed up her whole life, moved to LA, would like make this man a sandwich if he asked for it in the moment. Like just just so genuine. He definitely learned from that, from what we see on the show. And um, they like now are together and married and babies and all that. So um, yeah, I think I just, and also I just, Jekka and I have been together about eight years. And right before I went through a really toxic relationship and got my heart broken. And so same thing kind of as Stassi and Jack's because Stassi and Jack started, and then Jackson and Brittany. And so I kind of was connecting with that type of thing, like 
damn, like I'm like relate to this person a lot. So um, I really connected with the heartbreak of, you know, because my heart's been broken before. And so those are the kind of the moments that stuck out to me mm. with my sad heart. Uh, well, okay. So you're, you're obviously an accomplished actress, dancer, you know, personality, if you will, <laughs> huge online following. Yeah. You know that people can reach out to you. You know, if you're going through, you yeah. share, share something personally, people can DM you, people can leave something in the comments. Have you ever... Yeah felt the desire, and you don't have to say if you did or didn't, to reach out to someone on the show because you were moved by what they were going through or you had empathy? Wow. Um, no, I haven't. I just, I kind of watched from the sidelines, but I never really thought to do that. I also am like a weird believer that like if we ever work together, I don't want like us to start following each other and then just weird DMs or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I I guess that's a really good point that I've never thought of is to like just because I have that kind of notoriety in my field doesn't mean that like I couldn't reach out to. That's an interesting kind I of thing. Find, but no, I have not. You know what? I find like I think it's easier to drop something in like the Instagram comments now because you really you yeah. start to see like yeah. people supporting each other there. That's a good entry point for you, yeah. Molly. I <laughs> Yeah, I'll leave like a heart or something yes. for their engagement. But yeah, yeah, I've never DM. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Do, would you consider, you know, a lot of times, uh, as David's mentioned, we've had people talk about different reality shows and they sort of, you know, become in a way like family, the characters on the shows, because they're, you know, they're in their mm -hmm. living room with you. You're, you know, you're sitting right. there every night hanging out in your personal clothes in your own home, you know, yeah. it has that sort of happened with the cast of of the show? Yeah, I definitely think so. I, I still would have that respect if we were at an event or something. I wouldn't like walk up to them and be like, hey, girl, you know, what I mean, like I would definitely make sure they knew like I was I respected their career and all of that. But I def yeah, I do feel like I've connected with them just based on the vulnerability that they've chosen to give on the show. So, uh, yeah, and it's interesting enough, too, because I did a reality show forever ago called So You Think You Can Dance, and there were people that came up to me that said they felt that. They were like, um, I feel like I got to know you. I feel like we're friends. I feel like we're family. And I always thought that was so interesting. I was like, oh, that's so crazy because of what you've seen on the show. Flip it to now when I've had that connection with these cast members. And it's it's pretty cool what we can do through a television. So It is pretty cool. It is. It is. It's really cool. And I love So You Think You Can Dance, by the way. Um, <laughs> do you ever think you would open your own life up to a reality show? Knowing how it can, you know, really affect other people. You know, you mentioned, obviously, Pride House yeah. and, and your own personal situation and advocacy. So would you ever want yeah. that projected out there as something that people could learn from and relate to? Yeah, that's kind of our main goal right now. So we have some... Uh, fun stuff coming up. I can't really share, but uh, I think bringing more light to our community is what's needed in this industry, in this world and everything. So uh, that would be like top of my list. And then sure. you could, you know, Molly, you could be your own version of Lisa on your own show. And I yeah. would definitely watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would love that. <laughs> She's got a secret smile. There's a show happening. She's talking to networks, folks. All right. Apple TV's already got contracts out there. I feel it. Uh, Molly, this has been an absolute pleasure. You are a delight. Can you please regale us with a love letter to Vanderpump Rules? Of course, I would love to. Dear Vanderpump Rules, thank you so much for being open and honest and putting your life and personal 
issues in the front line for all of us to kind of relate to and normalize that drama and fun and craziness um, is accepted. And yeah, you're never too old to make memories with your great friends. So thank you so much. I definitely love y'all. And I will be at your bars, every single one of them. But I love y'all. Love Molly. <laughs> I love that. Cheers Yay. That. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, of all the reality shows I've watched, this is one that I have not seen, David. And I could really relate to what Molly was saying about really you know, envisioning yourself in in this show, in this scenario, because I too came of age in New York and Los Angeles. And back then was kind of like when the hills and Laguna Beach, the hills, the original sort of crew was coming around. So I can I can relate to it. And I still kind of follow like Kristen and Lauren and all them, all those peoples from back in the day. And Spencer and Heidi, who are still married. <laughs> See, <laughs> I'm invested still all these years later. <laughs> I know exactly what you're typing into Google after we're done recording. <laughs> this is so sweet, exactly what you just said, Claire, right? It's sweet to remind ourselves that we let these people into our lives every day or week or whatever we watch these shows. And it could be the TV show Friends. It could be The Office. It could be Vanderpump Rules. Whatever it is, you are probably hanging out and hearing these people's voices whoever's watching your shows, my shows, all of our shows more than our own families. And so to say that they're not deeply connected to us, like there's a reason why, and I don't want to spoil it for those who still haven't seen it, but with Dexter new blood, it ends a certain way. And there's a reason why people were very had feelings about it. And I think it's because when you do things to members of your family, you're sad or happy, or scared, or confused. So it's, I get, it doesn't have to be an actual member of your family to feel like a member of your family. And I think she just sees Lisa in that kind of a way as like a mother figure and a mentor and someone that she can be inspired by. And I get it. I get it. TV is a powerful, powerful thing. It's very Who, who cool. do you watch on TV that you're like, that's my mentor. That's my, if, oh. if let's put like, you know, the iron to the fire here, David. Who is your reality mentor? Oh, you put me on the spot, Claire. Uh, I, I It's a great question. It's a great question. I would say quickly thinking. Oh, God. I don't know. I, don't, I can't even give a quick answer because 
I can tell you who my family is. I definitely watched The Office to a ridiculous degree. But that's not like reality. So many people. Think reality, reality. You just gave a... I don't watch a lot of reality, though. Maybe that's the thing. So for me, it's scripted television. I, there's like the Schitt's Creek family. That feels like a family to me. The Office family, Cheers family. But yeah, reality's not my thing. I'm just going to be gonna be uh, really honest with you on that Okay, one. well, do you want to ask me who mine is? <laughs> I do, I do. I, I'm I so will, glad you asked. I was asked. waiting for you just to go into it. I would it. say, f- I do love all reality, like all different, from Survivor to, you know, the Top Chef to Amazing Race to Shark Tank, which I try to watch whenever I have a chance, especially with my kids. I think it's really good for them to see like what it's like to be a young entrepreneur and believe in an idea and try to execute from basically nothing. So on that show, obviously Mark Cuban is on that show and I am a huge, huge, huge Mark Cuban fan. Uh, I believe he is one of the billionaires in the world that is doing right with his money. I love that he started his own pharmaceutical company that is challenging everything we know about the pharmaceutical industry. That's another podcast. Also watch Dope Sick. Danny Strong (laughs) wrote it. Mark Cuban would be my person who I've been able to watch and learn from in reality television. So for what it's worth, there you go. And I love basketball. I think it's worth a lot. So... Yeah, I'm a big Cuban fan. I dig. Uh, now that I have a moment to think about it, I'm actually going to say someone who's a podcaster, Mark Marin. Mm. I would say if I ever met Mark in person, that would be a big moment. I did see him at a show once, and I he actually asked the audience once and said, I asked a question, and I went, correct. And he was like, correct. Okay, correct. Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> like, I did, But he didn't say it in a mean way. He kind of laughed about it because... I just happened to say so for me that was like the closest I ever got but I I've heard a lot of his life and it's just very and to know it's real but it's also it's not performing but I know his story about his mom and his father and his brother and I and and I worked on set with uh, the woman who passed away who was his uh, girlfriend uh Lee yeah I I get it you know it all it all's a thing, man. It's all a thing. Who who is the biggest person you have like fanboyed out meeting? Meeting? Yeah. Oh, these are great questions. You're gonna. Can you answer first? Because I, I mean, know you I should a do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you should do a great. Po- you, you should host a podcast, Claire. I listen to it. Uh, do you have an answer first, and then let me um, kind of meditate there've on that? There've been a few. The one that comes to mind is when I met Jeff Probst. <laughs> Which is like an yeah. unlikely candidate, but you know, I do love yeah. hosting and podcasting and talking and he's made obviously a really successful career with Survivor doing that. So, and he's taken the role in a different direction than it could have been. It's really about him as a person and he relates to the cast members and, and you know, so he was pretty cool to meet. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's actors obviously that I've met that, but he's one that's like the unlikely person that you would say, you know? I love it. I... I would say a bunch of people, but one of them was getting to meet Martin Short on Morning Show. Mm. He was just, I never thought I'd meet him in my life. And the fact that I met him and we chatted and he was a nice guy and we, I told him about some SNL favorite things and he's happy to talk and he like knew my name and would say that just, yeah, that yeah. was, that was a delight, a total delight because you're just, you're scared. And I get, and I don't know about you. I would get very scared to meet people who are heroes of mine because I don't want them to say anything bad about me, and then it scars my memory of them for life. So it's always a very 
precipice moment for me when I do meet someone I really care about because I have this very crystallized feeling of them that they can't hurt me. And until I meet them, it's possible they might hurt me. But then if they're cool, now it's like the greatest thing ever. Yes. And that's that was that moment with Martin. For that's sure. awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm sure we could sit here and, you know, ask each other questions all day. <laughs> I like I've it. I've got more for you, David. But that pretty much sums up this week's episode, Vanderpump Rules, with the amazing Molly Gray. And if you guys haven't, you need to share this podcast with your friends. Please let your friends know. Introduce me and David to someone new. We like making friends. Let us be the people that one day you'll meet in person and we'll give you encouragement and love. And you're going to be like, oh, wow, I thought Claire was really cool. She's even cooler. Or like, oh, wow, I thought David was really cool. Oh, no, I met him in real life. <laughs> David. <laughs> I can only hope I'm just as wealthy as Mark Cuban for that moment. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys on next week's episode. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, before we let you guys go, let me tell you about next week's episode with Jekka Jane. You know Jekka. He's a dancer, but also part of TikTok's LGBTQ safe and inclusive space, the Pride House, guys. Uh, five and a half million likes, 400,000 followers. Come on, guys. Uh, this is good stuff. And speaking of good stuff, he loves hashtag van life. Talking van renovations. Get into your minimalist mindset and get on the road with us. See you next Thursday. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Live it up. Raise it up. Up to the sky. Up to the sky. Just raise your glasses high. This one's for you tonight. Nailed it. <laughs> Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.